You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick. And today I'm joined in the studio by special guest Jeffrey Fire of Detroit. It's nice to have him in New York. We've had him on the show uh, a couple times during Movement Week in Detroit, both solo and as part of his band, Looky Looky. So he's going to be DJing the whole show. We're going to stop in the middle to ask him some questions. But for now, we're going to get right into the mix with Jeffrey Sapphire. Again, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. scene is thriving. 12-inch singles, as most all dance music releases are pressed, are being purchased by the tens of thousands. New artists are trying their hand at hit making, and the public is buying it. Literally. music artists of Chicago. Oftentimes they are the club and radio DJs themselves who understand all too well what the dance music public wants. Some of these DJ dance music artists employ the services of musicians to assist them in actualizing onto tape the success formulas that they have in their heads. Other dance music artists are vocalists who rely on musicians and or step programmers to create the music and of course, musicians who are skilled and accomplished on their instruments as well what, what as in how, song. What is how? What, 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 what is how? portion of today's dance music is created electronically. So far, the vast majority of Chicago's dance music artists are urban blacks with the rhythm in their blood and a formula for getting people to shake their bones. They are the ones largely responsible for creating Chicago's dance music sound. What, 
what to say. My mind will have a method to have things just my way. Reflections of a feeling. The moon on distant shores. Touch you in the morning. Your mind forevermore. The sun will heat my body until I'm golden brown. My circuits are reloading.
listening to Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and pretty much turned over the reins to Jeffrey's Fire, DJing the whole show today, joining us from Detroit. Hi. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like I was saying earlier, we've had you on the show a couple times. We had you on as Looky Looky last May, about a year ago. We were in Detroit, and then the year before that, you DJed with Servito on the show. Um, Those were both movement weekends, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we were doing it again this year, which is coming up next month, actually, where the bunker on Red Bull goes to Detroit and just does like a week of shows focused mostly on Michigan people. Cool. It's really fun. And because of Catherine's lake cottage in Michigan, I now spend most of my summer in Michigan and record a bunch of shows. Cool. From So like, yeah, for about a quarter of the year. The bunker on Red Bull is actually totally Michigan-based, because we've got that really nice studio in Detroit to do the shows. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, what have you been up to since we had you on with Looky Looky in May? Uh, we've just been working on more tracks. We have. Uh, we just finished four the other day, so we're probably going to put those out on Bandcamp. Right. So the first, the first batch of tracks. I'm trying to remember. I know it was an album. Did that come out? We put that out on Bandcamp, right? Um, and then we released uh, with Dark Entries. We released uh, a 12-inch that had four extended mixes, right, of songs from the album. Yeah, yeah. And we did a bunch of shows after that. Like since last summer, we did a ton of shows. Where all did you play? Because I'm I'm wondering if I'm still in the running for the most shows witnessed. Because I saw you in San Francisco. Where else did I see you? I saw you in Detroit. I feel like I saw a few. Like, I definitely saw the first few shows. Yeah. So it's just by habit. Oh, at uh, Gaze Hate Techno. Mm-hmm. Are you doing Gaze Hate Techno this year? No, we are not. Man. Um. Yeah, it would have been fun. Yeah. No, I'm, we, go- I'm going back. I'm going back in. Did you see us? You saw us at Gaze Hate Techno, but you, yeah. we also played at um, a hard French party during Dory Alley. Um. I don't think I that saw that. That was in San Francisco. I saw when I saw you in San Francisco, it was at the record store. Oh, at the store record store. With Bill Converse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. Those are some crazy live shows. We had so much gear and a different problem every time. Right. <laughs> and you've got your little notebook with the nudie drawings too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> with my synth settings. <laughs> yes. And then when we had you, I remember when we had Looky Looky on the bunker radio in may your parents actually came to hang out in the studio and you were hiding the the nudie photos yeah <laughs> the nudie drawings maybe, maybe mom and dad are listening because they know you're on red bull radio again i know like what <laughs> they're tuning in um so how is you've been in detroit for how long now uh four years now living there you own a house you own a boat you own a sauna mm-hmm i mean how how are you finding this lifestyle compared to I don't know. Um, Detroit, or sorry, from Chicago, New York, Berlin. Mm-hmm. Have I missed anywhere else you've lived? No. I lived yeah. in San Francisco for a little while before I moved back to Detroit. But okay, um, Detroit's great. It's such a easy, slow pace. Yeah. You know, it's a really, like, every time I'm gone with hectic travel and then I come back to Detroit, it's just, like, really easy and 
you know, people move pretty slow. It's nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. That sounds very different from my life. Yeah. Here in New York. <laughs> um, so coming up soon, next month, you've got the Club Toilet event in Detroit. So maybe we should talk about like what that is, who's involved, what people can expect this year. I don't know if you guys have released the lineup or anything yet. Uh, we have not. And I don't know if I'm at liberty to talk about it because I haven't spoken with the other four people doing the party with me. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a big collective here. It is a big collective. It's, uh, you know, making decisions with a lot of people involved uh, is interesting. Yeah. It's really fun. I mean, we all have kind of the same idea in mind of what we want to do. Um, you know, basically Club Toilet is the gay party, the weekend of movement, you know, and it started out just as a bunch of us meeting up and having, you know, a fun little party. And then it turned into this big thing. And, you know, it's it's wrecked from New York, Spotlight from L.A., and Honcho from Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, we showed up on the later side last year, but it was, I mean, it was massive. It's grown into, like, yeah. it's like the, what would it be? It's like Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yeah. And in that, I feel like it's definitely owning that Sunday morning time zone in Detroit right now. Yeah. Like all the cool kids are there. Everybody's super high. <laughs> all the cool DJs are playing. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I it's like, a vibe. I like that it's um, kind of so far away too, you know? Um, so when you, you get in a cab or an Uber or something and you go all, you go over to that neighborhood, you're just like there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember it being when I was leaving it being quite a, process yeah <laughs> like a wait yeah um to get some to get a car to go back up there yeah to yeah. go back into town to my hotel it was it's like it's funny because it's not too far but no it's, it's not too far it's but just it's just not downtown no yeah yeah i think that's worked in a way to our advantage at tangent gallery where i do all the parties with it over the weekend as well because it's just kind of it's not that hard to leave, but it's hard enough that you, it kind of makes it its own destination separate from all the other destinations of the weekend. So that's, uh, that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, what else to ask you about that I haven't asked about before? Um, I noticed, well, you did bring some records, but so far the set has been all digital. Mm -hmm. Um, you were known as kind of like one of the, like a, very strictly vinyl only guy for a long time and now you're on digital mostly but most i think most of what you're playing digitally at least from what i understand is our rips from your vinyl collection yeah so what how did that happen and what brought about this change um well when i was younger i had a bag of records stolen out of a car and it was pretty crushing that was miami right yeah that was it was a long time ago in miami and it was before the gig it couldn't it's like after the gig would have been fine but it was before the gig fine but come on oh yeah exactly i mean these but. aren't these aren't like <laughs> these aren't not that any records are cheap but you didn't have like a cheap bag right exactly stolen. you know have being like a, a disco dj and like hunting down these records and you know paying money or whatever finding them at flea markets and you know, and having it stolen. And then CDJ, CDJs just started to get better and I got more comfortable on them. And, um, you know, and you never know if the turntable is not going to work perfectly. Right. Um, 
So then I just kind of, and also, um, I hurt my back really bad carrying records. Yeah, you're kind of ticking all the boxes of almost yeah. everybody I know <laughs> who used to play yeah. vinyl and is now, yeah. It's a bummer because it's so second nature to me. You know, I've been DJing since I was 15, so playing vinyl is just like so easy. You know, like if I'm having a, if I'm struggling in some way, I can just revert back to vinyl and it like so easy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we just had a party with Mike Servito doing a Bunker Limited a couple weeks ago. And because he doesn't really, he travels with some vinyl sometimes, but he's mostly gotten to the point from being a strictly vinyl only guy to a digital guy when he travels. But because this gig was in New York and he had a couple weeks off beforehand, he went through his collection and showed up with four crates of vinyl to the gig to play an eight hour set. So it, it made sense to bring that much vinyl. But yeah, there was no like, you never would have guessed watching him or listening to it that he hadn't really played vinyl out in a couple years. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's just in your blood after a while. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something that seems, and I've talked to some younger kids who learned on CDJs and then try to go in the other direction and it's a fucking disaster. Totally. Like, That's what all my <laughs> friends, you know, who've been DJing for five or 10 years are saying. You know, they're just like, I'd love to learn vinyl. And then they do. And it's like, whoa, that's way hard. I'm like, <laughs> I think the opposite, you know? Yeah. Um, the feeling of a technique is just like it's, something you have always known. <laughs> yeah. It's still, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so how how are you getting all your, you have a pretty well-known and vast record collection. How are you getting all this stuff? To digital are you you're just ripping your records or yeah. you're searching them out no mostly what i do is buy records and rip them because i love seeing a sleeve seeing a label i love when old djs have written things on the records yeah I love that, that is too. like my favorite thing <laughs> you know or, or you find some record shop that got some dude's collection and they say like dj whatever on it and yeah like, like every single record yeah and yeah you're just like oh this guy had good taste and you grab <laughs> everything with his name on it <laughs> totally. and check it out um, totally. But yeah, I just, I, I like ripping records. Yeah. I think for, for playing older music, it's, uh, you know, the way to go. Sometimes you can find digital versions of older stuff, but then it'll be some weird mix or it won't be, it won't sound good. Yeah, or... we were, we were talking about this off mic earlier in the show where so many of the cla tracks and other classic labels that are now I mean, supposedly getting their shit together and getting their releases online digitally, it's actually the the quality of the releases is it's yeah, it's terrible. laughable. <laughs> it's like wow, you just you just played a record and recorded it and didn't ma like did you record this into your iPhone and yeah. not master it and now it's on <laughs> No, I got a tracks record the other day and and then saw online that there was a, a you know a digital version so i bought it on bandcamp and listened to it and i was like oh it has it almost has the same like dust in the grooves that the physical record i bought had so it must have been a, a pressing issue you know yeah because it sounds like like crackling at the beginning of the song and it's on the digital version too <laughs> yeah it's yeah there's a lot of that out there so are you still so most of your digging and finding music i mean so far what we've heard from you on the show is I mean, I think it's all really old records, right? Yeah, mostly 80s stuff, some 90s stuff. But yeah, I just, you know, 
lots of record shopping and lots of like discogs, YouTube spirals. Yeah. It's kind of amazing that, you know, we can just look up stuff on discogs now and like, you know, find the third engineer and click his name and then find everything else he did and then like buy it all yeah. from the comfort of your home. <laughs> yeah, and like you were like the the YouTube thing is huge as well. Yeah. You, you're listening to a track you really like and then the fucking algorithm that you want it like at least I want to hate plays you something next that you don't know and you suddenly want to own on vinyl it's pretty sick oh totally yeah <laughs> it's like thank you algorithms and, and another thing that's interesting is you know you find a song you like but then it, you get the vinyl version and the like you know inside cut on the b side right. is some super sweet mix you know that's really like uh where it's at for me is finding you know the the special mix on the b side or something yeah it's not it's not so much a thing these days at least i've found but on the old old tracks and chicago records it's like yeah, yeah there's all these like a pop or a freestyle song or something and then there's like some crazy <laughs> right. dub edit you know on the b-side and i'm just like that's so me yeah awesome well um i guess we still have about another hour here should we get back into the mix let's do it all right you're listening to the bunker new york we're here with jeffrey sapphire and we have about an hour left and he's gonna get back into the mix and play us some more records stay tuned this is the bunker new york on red bull radio
New York on Red Bull Radio. Been in the mix with Jeffrey's Fire for the past hour or so. We've just got about five minutes left here. He's going to take us to the end of the show. Uh, check out his club toilet party in Detroit on Movement Weekend this year. And yeah, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank Very you. cool set. Yep. And 
tune back in in a couple weeks where I don't know who our guest is yet, but we'll be back in two weeks. The Bunker on Red Bull Radio. Again, this is The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Oh,